This is Salesforce Simplified, the podcast from Ad Victorium Solutions. Here's your host, Mike Boyle. Hello, everyone, and welcome. On the docket today is the subject of digital transformation. And on Advic's Salesforce Simplified podcast today, we would like to welcome David Panich. David is the president of Results Technology Group. And uh, David, good day to you, sir. Thanks for joining us. My pleasure, Mike. Good to be with you. Before we get going into our topic, could you tell us a little bit about what Results Technology Group is all about? Of course. Uh, We are a small consulting firm really focused on three markets. We work with distributors, manufacturers, and membership associations. And primarily, we perform three services. The first is to help them evaluate and select their next major business system. Uh, Digital transformation certainly is one of those initiatives that is somewhat complex. So we help them with deciding which solution is best for their particular organization. We then will also provide them with project management expertise to help them implement those selected solutions. And then finally, we will provide fractional chief technology officer services to help them continue to think about technology in a strategic manner and to help them make further decisions down the road with other technology paths. Gotcha. So before we get into specific questions about what things companies need to take into consideration when they are considering a digital transformation. Let's just get some general thoughts from you on a few related subjects. Could you talk a little bit about the current landscape of digital transformation here in 2021 and and why it is evolving so rapidly? Absolutely. And I think the the, the overarching reason is sadly uh, COVID-19. There has been any... I would say a increased velocity because of that. Organizations that had been maybe putting things off, getting into the cloud, getting into e-commerce and other digital transformation opportunities, they felt uh, very compelled to move forward because of the impact that COVID-19 had on their current businesses. I also believe that because of where digital transformation is going, it's going to have a very long tail because they're really seeing that it is opening up some virtual doors that they didn't have before. And then, you know, finally, I think that businesses that hadn't really thought about being online, um, while it's not a new concept, there are many organizations that e-commerce has now really started to outpace their other modes of channels, and they are really focused on being out there in front of their customers 24-7. You know, determining business needs is very critical to identifying an effective digital transformation strategy, no matter what your business is. What what are some of the best practices and industry standards companies need to consider to evaluate um, and select those systems for a successful digital transformation? We're going to certainly talk more about this a little bit later on today. But the first thing that we always recommend is just be observant. Look around. 
if you are seeing things that you've done the same way for the past five years, it's really time to say, why? Can we do something different? We're also seeing that people are looking at both internal and external opportunities. So internally, people are looking at ways to continue to reduce their paperwork and the movement of paper. They're also looking at any manual approval processes that they might have and figuring out how can they automate some of those or at least get them into the hands of people to make faster, more thought-provoking decisions. And it also breaks down internally some of the silos of information that sometimes the marketing department has knowledge of X, Y, and Z, but the sales team doesn't. Same thing can happen in the procurement area and the operations of an organization. So it's, it's really looking at how do we break down some of these silos. And then when you think about external, it's been done for many, many years, but it's listening to the customer, identifying where their needs are shifting, figuring out how do you meet them where they're going to be, uh, similar to a great quarterback finding a receiver that's running a route. He certainly doesn't pass the ball to where the receiver was. He passes it to where the receiver is going to be. And I think that same philosophy can be used with your customers in understanding where it looks like they're going to be and to meet them there. And then lastly, and, and Uber is probably a great example of this, how do you make the interactions with you more frictionless? So, you know, back in the day, we used to get into a cab after we hailed it down and maybe three passed us by. And we finally got in and we got to our destination and the cab driver said, well, I don't take credit cards. So you reached into your pocket and you figured out that you had enough cash on you. But with Uber, it became you summons a car, you get in, you get out, and you're done. You're at your destination. So it's those types of philosophies and thoughts that we're encouraging our customers to, to really think about as they look at where their customers are going. Let's kind of dive into company considerations when it comes to you know thinking about a digital transformation. Let's pretend I'm the president of Acme Widget Company. How do I know that my company needs a digital transformation? Well, the first thing that really has to happen is it has to get someone from leadership to really buy into this. But I think that if you know that you, you know you're ready because you've been struggling with growth, you've been maybe handcuffed with some manual processes that are just the only way to get them done faster is by putting more people to them. So by taking a, a look at the number of manual processes that you have, taking a look at unmet customer requests for real-time and really anytime information. If an organization is experiencing some markets, market slippage, uh, or if there's some evidence that their profitability is compressing, those are all really great signs that you, you are ready for some level of digital transformation. And, and then it's the process of how do we do it? How do we get that done? 
Yeah, that was like my next question. It's like, okay, so, you know, I'm, I'm running my widget company here and um, I've decided, okay, I guess I need a digital transformation. So how do I go about starting that journey? Well, it's not so different than any other major initiative. And that is we have got to get leadership on board. They have to endorse and support the direction that you're headed. What we typically will advise, especially when we're talking maybe with some middle management organization people, and that is find really a project that is aligned very closely to your organizational goals and objectives. It's, it's those types of projects that typically get some traction and get leadership's buy-in. Then we help them identify on what are the outcomes Rather than focusing on, well, we're going to do this type of technology or that, if you can focus on what the outcome is, you'll be able to better identify where you're going to be at the end of this project, what some of your uh, ROI is going to be, and really identify how do we get a lower resistance to change. So by identifying where you're going to go and the outcome, it can help really smooth the path for the project. It's, it goes without saying, but you have to have a detailed project plan. Without that plan, and plans do change, but you have to have a plan to start with so you understand the path that you're on. The next really important aspect is to get key change agents on board. This is almost always the hardest piece because it's, it's typically your A players and all organizations have A, B, and C players. And we're certainly trying to get your C players to become B and Bs to become As. But when it comes to a project like this, you really need to engage with your top players, the people that really embrace change and can help evangelize that change to the rest of the organization. And that evangelism really is marketing internally. Let people know what are we doing? Why are we doing it? Where are you? What are we going to look like when we get to our destination? And if you put all those pieces together, you are highly likely to have a successful outcome when it comes to that digital transformation. You were talking about projects, you know, as a whole here. So let's focus a little here on digital transformation projects and what they look like and, you know, including the technology, the processes, the duration, uh, team effort, team size, team makeup, all those mm -hmm. elements. Sure. So the, the, the durations themselves can vary widely, but if you can focus on some impactful wins in short People will say sprints, but in the short term, that will really help propel the overall project uh, success and move it forward. But let, let's talk about some of the potential projects that you could undertake. Um, one, and it's been around for a while, it's how do we go more paperless? I don't want to say paperless exactly because I'm, I'm not sure we're ever going to get to paperless, um, certainly not in my lifetime, but we can get moving in that direction. So are there scanning opportunities? Are there data storage opportunities that you can take advantage of that will allow you to reduce the amount of paper that is ingested and stored and tracked within your organization? Um, E-commerce is another 
significant digital transformation opportunity. Many organizations are doing e-commerce today, but I would venture to guess other than ones that whose whole focus is e-commerce, there's still a ways to go. So I think there are opportunities for organizations that either haven't embarked really fully on e-commerce or even the ones that have. There are improvements that can be made. Ease of use is really top of mind when it comes to e-commerce. How do people find what they need quickly and easily and can consummate that purchase and be satisfied with what they're getting? There are also building internal knowledge bases to help your internal staff answer questions to your customers. The customer self-service portals and even vendor portals to, to help people collaborate more frequently and more effectively is another uh, really important area to look at. And it it's probably would be remiss not to talk about artificial intelligence today. That has has been growing and becoming more and more mature and becoming more focused so that embarking on artificial intelligence in a, in a good way to really help figure out what are your customers looking for? How do you help them get to that point where they can make good, solid decisions? Uh, artificial intelligence will help you help you get there without a doubt. Um, you asked about, I think uh, it was kind of the, the team makeup. Yes. The, as I mentioned before, you got to have A players. You know, without that, if you're, if you're trying to get some people that have a lot of time on their hands, those sadly might be your C players. They're going to be a tough group to really move a project forward. But there's, there's a book that I always recommend, and it's not my book, but it's a book by Patrick Lencioni. It's called The Five Dysfunctions of a Team. And it really spells out how do you build a team and how do you ensure that you don't have these dysfunctions? And we kind of turn it around and we talk about the, their dysfunctions as highly functional, which is, and I'm just going to kind of list them off, the accountability, trust, healthy conflict and problem solving, commitment to the project, and being results-oriented. Those are all great characteristics and elements of a team that will help you move things forward. And you can always go back on those foundational blocks when the project might go awry and be able to bring people back to why are we here, what have we agreed to, and get people moving forward. One more time, the name of that book and the author? It is called The Five Dysfunctions of a Team, and the author is Patrick Lencioni. Gotcha. The last question that I wanted to uh, bring up with you is actually something that you mentioned a little bit earlier, and it's probably uh, the most important um, cog in the wheel, I guess, is maybe the right way to say this. But how should you go about explaining digital transformation to your leadership team? Because you got to get their buy-in. Without a doubt. And most projects fail when leadership either was never brought into the picture or they got really distracted with something they felt was more important. So I think that if you can align with the goals and objectives of the organization, 
finding a project that you can demonstrate has strong ROI, has a great, maybe not as quantitative, but maybe a qualitative improvement to the organization, focusing on solving either a problem or improving improving business processes is really what leadership is looking for. You know, if it's if it's a pet project, it's it may have legs, but it's it's unlikely to really get moving forward. So make sure that you really understand what is this going to do for the organization? How is it going to help you move things forward? It's also really important to express concretely the values to the organization. It's it cannot be said enough that you have to continue to remind people why are we doing this project? What is it that is it are we going to look like once we get to the potential end of that project? And and I think leadership these days is really looking for projects that are that have strong ROI, have other benefits that may be not as tangible but they can understand them and wrap their heads around them, whether it be a kind of a quality of life at work, whether it be just efficiencies that get uh, improved upon. It's those types of things that leadership is looking for these days. And especially, again, we've had, we've had some challenging times of late. And this goes without saying, when things are good, a lot of times people don't, don't do the things that they should be doing. Uh, to be, become more efficient because things are fine. When things get a little bit rougher, that's when people pay attention. Sometimes that's too late. I think we're at a point right now where the the economy is is in a decent place. Certainly, some market segments are are struggling more than others, but this gives us a great opportunity to really move projects forward and get leadership's attention on projects that are important to the life and well-being of the organization. Well, this has been a lot of great information that you've given us, David, about preparing for a digital transformation. And I want to thank you for joining us today. Could, could you tell us where people could contact you if they wanted uh, some more information uh, about Results Technology Group? Absolutely. Probably the best and easiest way to do that is through our website, which is rtg-inc.com. And you can you know, reach out. We offer a free 30-minute conversation about really whatever topic you would like, but focus primarily on technology. And there are opportunities for you to learn more about what we've done. We've got a, a whole thought leadership section on our website that has many different articles about digital transformation and other technology initiatives. We should also tell folks that you will be one of the speakers at the upcoming Digital Transformation Symposium, which is being presented by the University of Georgia's Terry College of Business in partnership with us here at Ad Victorium Solutions. It's a five-week course. It begins February 9th, 2021, and I will put a link for more information uh, about the symposium in this episode's show notes. But in the meantime, uh, tell us, David, what your role will be in the symposium. Absolutely, Mike. So the the major role that I have is one of the sessions is going to be on how do you evaluate and select a digital transformation initiative? 
So we'll be talking about some of the details that we didn't have time to talk about today to really help people walk away from that particular session with the ability to start a project, figure out where are they going to go and determine what what technology makes the most sense for their organization. Well, we uh, certainly are going to look forward to your participation in the symposium and perhaps we'll get you back here on another edition of Salesforce Simplified and we'll get a little deeper into digital transformation. David, thank you so much for being with us. Mike, it's my pleasure. Take care. You too. And lastly, uh, if you, our audience, would like to learn more about how a digital transformation can help your business, just visit our website. It's advictoriumsolutions.com. And uh, again, I'll put some more information and some helpful links uh, in this show's episodes notes regarding digital transformation. I'm Mike Boyle from Ad Victorium Solutions. Thank you for joining us for our latest Salesforce Simplified podcast. And if you like what you heard, be sure to tell your friends, subscribe to our podcast. It's everywhere. Just pick your preferred channel. You'll find us there, including Pandora, who just started carrying this podcast. And you listen on Apple Podcasts, you know they do that review thing. We certainly would appreciate a five-star review for today's episode. It helps us get the word out about the podcast. So thanks again. The next edition of Salesforce Simplified is just around the corner. You've been listening to Salesforce Simplified, the podcast from Ad Victorium Solutions. <laughs>